0: Buenas! Buenas! Welcome back to Film Posers for Boricuas ranting, raving, and reviewing cinema. Today, we'll be talking about our Oscar predictions, and our moderator will be Gabriela Burgos. Take it away.
1: All right, people, this is it. We're in the home stretch. It's almost over.
2: How
0: are we feeling?
2: I want this to be over with.
0: I'm sweating, not gonna lie. I'm nervous. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> We're at the home stretch.
3: <laughs> there's a lot of surprises in this award season.
1: We're in the end game now. Yeah, this this award season has been stressful with a capital S. Like I don't think we've ever been this stressed for an award show.
3: Honestly, como que this award season has had a little bit of sabor. No,
1: definitely. Like after the shit show that were the Golden Globes, it was nice to see, you know, how the other awards shows have have
0: been. Yeah, it's been nice to see how it has progressed. Mm-hmm. Also, I would like to say that this award season was probably directed by the Safty brothers.
1: Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like, a no, no wonder I need to take an Exedron after this is over. Or a Xanax.
2: <laughs> Go for the Xanax. Go for the Xanax. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it's been quite the run. I'm pretty sure we're all going to remember this award season for years to come because last year it was kind of boring, but you know, Parasite really did that for us, and it turned out to be one of the best Oscar Oscar shows in a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Parasite came through. Yes, so Parasite
2: The Leo add- Hive Mind came through. Yes. <laughs> the
0: Leo yes. Hive Mind came through and hopefully we come through this year as well. Hopefully we see we can- each
2: other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: because this year it's just been very unpredictable. You know, different films have won at different award shows. Different actresses have won in all of the award shows. So it's just We don't know what's going to happen. And here we are today. On the day that we are recording this, it is April 20th. So we are five days out.
0: Yeah. And I think a good overview is that there are some categories that we can say are pretty locked. And some that we're really sure of. But there are, I guess, around two to no more than five that are definitely just a shot in the dark. Yep. So... Even though we here
1: film posers are very competitive, and by we, I mean Josie and I, at the end of the day, we like to have fun. So we're going to do this for fun, even though we are very competitive, right, Josie? Yeah, I will say that is true. I will take you down. (laughs) Okay, so shall we begin?
2: No.
1: Let's see how wrong or right we are. Okay, so the first category we are going to discuss is, drumroll please, documentary feature. Three. Yay! <laughs> the nominees are Collective, Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. Josie? What are your predictions?
0: So. My prediction is very biased because I cried a lot watching this and it's my octopus teacher. (laughs) And I'm getting very emotional right now, Um, writes for the octopus. She was lovely. She deserves a best actress nomination because wow, the conviction, the emotion, the dedication. I just I'm speechless in her presence. And she gave it her all. And I don't know. It has won previous awards. So it could happen. I think this could be best classified as an upset. But I did not watch all of the dramatic um, the documentary features. So I'm just going to go on a whim. And just be selfish for this one. As an upset, I put time. And as a want, I'm giving Anna rights with the mole agent.
3: Thank you. Perfect. Anna, Como yo se ya dijo. My prediction, but I also want it to win, is the mole agent. If you guys haven't heard my rant on the recently episode of what we watched recently, please go check my rant out. But I just want to see Don Sergio in that stage with everybody to get that Oscar. It's such a lovely film. It's so wholesome. But it made me cry so much. Please check it out. It's available on Hulu now. The upset could actually be my octopus teacher. Because people have been talking about that documentary recently. So I feel that could be... Pull, yeah, as I said, could pull the upset. But I want the mole agent to win. Please. Thank you for giving me rights,
0: though. It's that my octopus teacher is so <laughs> lovely. And especially, like, fun fact, I am a certified scuba diver. So that was also really nice to see. Because a lot of what he did was very impressive. Because there's one part that he specifically talks about at the beginning. That he doesn't die with a tank. Because he'd rather be able to communicate with his environment. So everything he does is basically free diving. He just has a snorkel and he's holding his breath for the majority of the shots. And I'm here like, sir, sir, you have lungs of steel. So there yeah. is a lot that goes. When, when Yeah, when you think about it, there is a lot that goes into it. And there are some shots that contribute to like the drama and the tension of the documentary because he is trying to capture moments underwater, but of course he has to breathe. And while by doing that, you do get to miss parts that are like there are things happening underwater and he's up there breathing catching his breath to go back down and then things jump and escalate and it's very it's very interesting how it all happens and it's just so brilliantly made because a lot of the cinematography reminded me a bit of uh nomadland but underwater
1: so i'm sensing a lot of love for my octopus teacher here
3: Yes, that was uh, also a very big comparison right there. El <laughs> puntito.
0: <laughs> she was so lovely. And there, it's that, if you haven't seen My Octopus Teacher, it's just basically, um, like, the diver and his relationship with this octopus and how, like, you see how he starts creating trust with the octopus. And, like, there's one scene where the octopus is following him like a puppy. Ay, Dios mío! And there's another thing where the octopus is just lying on his chest and he's just stroking its little
3: head yoke. This is wholesome. Love that.
1: Okay, so before Josie starts crying over my octopus teacher again, (laughs) Juan, what are your predictions?
2: All right, so we're going to kick it off with me agreeing with the Leo hive mind. That is Josie. My prediction is my octopus teacher to win. I believe that the upset will be time, but I would like to see Anna get some rights and have the mole agent win. So Dong Sergio can Gracias. get up there and get that Oscar so that Anna
3: I just wanna see. Okay, Anna, you deserve that
2: serotonin. What? You do.
0: Also it's it's a so, South yeah, American production, so that would be a plus for Latino America.
3: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Latinx,
1: love that. Love that. Great. So my picks, I'm going to go with the Leo Hive Mine, even though I am a Gemini. <laughs> my prediction is my octopus teacher. It has been gaining a lot of traction and doing well at other awards shows, so it could potentially win. So I'm going to go with my octopus teacher. As for my upset, I think it, it will be either time or Crypt crip camp because there have been those documentaries have also been people have been talking about them more recently so maybe and i haven't seen the mole agent yet but to give anna rights i would love to see it win so anna we all we are all giving love to
3: don't here
0: we all want to see your joy and we want to see sir Sar- yes Don Sergio. Get his award, <laughs>
3: please. I will be so happy to see those three get his award. I love that,
0: please. but also, I do understand why you're putting Crip Camp as an upset. I would have put it as an upset just because Barack and Michelle Obama are involved,
1: yeah. And <laughs> that then happened he won with American last Factory, yeah, yeah. So, I don't, I, I, it's possible. Okay, so moving on. Our next category is Documentary Short Subject. And the nominees are Colette, A Concerto is a Conversation, Do Not Split, Hunger Ward, and A Love Song for Latasha. Juan, what are your picks? All right,
2: so I feel that A Concerto is a Conversation is my prediction to win. I just feel like that could pull off the win. But my upset is a love song for Latasha just because I see a lot of people rallying behind that film as well. And I kind of feel that the race is between those two short subjects.
3: So I put as my prediction a love song to Natasha. It's a documentary that It took place years ago. Like, the story took place years ago. However, it's still relevant in today's age. It is very heartbreaking, but at the same time, um, kind of inspiring in a way to see that people still talk about this. And, like, watching this movie, it was heartbreaking and a little bit infuriating in a way because it's still relevant to today's age. And it is a pretty strong contender, I gotta say. It has beautiful cinematography and also has great visuals because it is almost like an experimental documentary in a way. And for those that want to watch it, it's actually available on Netflix.
0: Awesome. Josie? Yes. So my prediction is A Concerto is a Conversation and... Eva DuVernay is attached to it as a producer, which would mean that she would get an Oscar if she wins. And I just really enjoyed the visuals. It had me very teary eyed because just anything that has an abuelito <laughs> talking about his life and just being able to see his connection with his grandson and also his grandson's journey. And it was just so wholesome and very well directed, and the visuals were very pleasing. And then, as an upset, I put a love song for Latasha, which I saw on Netflix, as Anna said. And I do love how they took risks telling the story. And it was very heartbreaking. But again, the visuals um, made up for it because they were so beautiful. Awesome. So, my pick is a love song for Latasha.
1: And my upset would be a concerto is a conversation. And I've been hearing a lot about a love song for Latasha, and according according to Gold Derby, that's kind of like the favorite for now. So i I haven't seen these, so I'm just going off, you know, what I've heard about them because I've yet to see these. So, but I love Ava DuVernay, and I would love to see her win. So, yeah, this is one of those categories where I'm just like, I'm happy for whoever wins. So, moving on to best film editing. The nominees are The Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7.
3: I'm here being a little bit biased. (laughs) (laughs) But my prediction and the one that I want to win is Sound of Metal. I really love this movie. I thought the editing was really great. And it really ties well with the editing for sound production. Even though that the film, it's, it doesn't have a lot of sound, but at the same time, the way that it's like binded, like, it's so great. And I just really wanted to win. I really wanted to get recognized for at least something. So please at least be film editing.
0: Sound of Metal has been the favorite for film editing as much as for sound editing, because of course it's in the name and I will repeat it later when we get to that category because I hope it gets in people's heads. <laughs> but yeah, my prediction is Sound Metal because again, it has been the favorite and it has won this category before during award season. And I wouldn't give it to anyone else, but there are upsets, of course, which is Nomadland and The Father, because The Father has been commended for its editing, as Gabriela will probably talk about. And then Nomadland has also gotten a few nods for this category, but ultimately I'm giving it to Sound of Metal.
2: So my prediction is also Sound of Metal. I hear it's the top frontrunner for this category, but at the 2021 ace eddie awards which is the american cinema editors award show the trial of the chicago one, seven won best edited film feature dramatic so i have that as one of my upsets and the other upset is nomadland as josie said because it had also been commended for its editing so yeah i'm between those two for the upset but I do think Sound of Metal is going to take this.
1: Yeah, so my pick is Sound of Metal as well, and my upsets are Nomelan and The Father. As Josie said, the editing in The Father is so clean, and if you have seen that film, then you know which scenes I'm talking about, because again, I don't want to get into spoilers, but you know there's a specific scene where you can just see the editing was just chef's kiss. It was so well done, and yeah, I think if there's going to be an upset, it's going to be the father. And I think No Man Land could also pull it off due to it being edited by Chloe Zhao. And, you know, this is her night. Like, let her collect Oscars left and right. We would love to see it. But again, Sound of Metal, it's a great film. And if you're not going to give it best picture, then at least give it the technical awards because it totally deserves them. The next category we have is makeup and hairstyling and the nominees are Emma, Hillbilly Elegy, Moraine's Black Bottom, Mank, and Pinocchio.
0: Josie? Thank you. Because I have been championing for this film from the beginning of award season and by God, I know it's going to win and if it doesn't, I I I just don't understand what they were thinking. So <laughs> makeup and hairstyling without a doubt Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It has been winning this category throughout the entirety of awards season. And I've been behind it. And I hope it wins. No upsets for me. Give it to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom or beat it. I love that. Huang.
2: So before this recording I actually just saw Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, I'm very behind I know I know but I agree that Ma Rainey's Black Bottom should be the one to take this award it's who I'm predicting will take this award the only chance I see it not going to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom which is a crime the upset I feel could be Emma which I thought was v- really great in this aspect of makeup and hairstyling so I feel Emma could be an upset but this needs to go to Mulroney's Black Bottom for sure.
0: Very bold choice. You'd think it would go to Mancus. No, upset. I don't. I do not. Because, <laughs> no, it's the award season has really been doing amateur. It has.
3: Yeah, I feel that this category is going to. Mulroney's Black Bottom is going to win this one. It's. I feel that it's pretty set, but. The surprise could be Emma, however, I want my Renie's black bottom to win
1: yeah, I'm on the same boat. I want and need Marini's black bottom to win this category I mean how how can it this even be a competition when it clearly was like the best achievement in makeup and hairstyling but I think that if there is going to be an upset, it's not going to be by Emma, I think it's going to be. By Hillbilly Elegy, due to it being, you know, transformative <laughs> makeup. Which, oh God. That's bold.
3: Like, I do. It's bold,
1: <laughs> but also it's that type of makeup that they love to recognize, which is, you know, changing people's appearance and making them look older. It's what they did in that film. And even though it's Manc. a horrible film, but ugh, oh, I don't know. I, I don't think so. But, I don't know, I, I want, I my prediction is still Mourinho's Black Bottom, I'm just, I was just there thinking, huh, I wonder if the one thing they'll award Entiendo. the will be makeup. You know, almost- Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad won a freaking Oscar for makeup and hairstyling, so who knows, anything can happen.
2: <laughs> I'm just still sad that Suicide Squad won an Oscar, yet my girl Birds of Prey couldn't even make it into the conversation
0: understandable yeah, it had the you know what makeup i'm
2: still, and hair and costumes
0: you know what what i'm also mad about that
1: suicide squad won the oscar over star trek that star is my trek villain Beyond. story oh my god yeah it was yeah i god. was shocked ugh. anyways that's another conversation moving on <laughs> next category we have his best original score the nominees are the five bloods mank Minari, News of the World and Soul. So in this Cut category to the chase we're all on the same page. <laughs> we
0: all want the same people <laughs> to win. Yes, we I think this is a, that's how you can tell that it's locked.
1: We all have the exact same prediction and that is Soul. It has been yes. winning everything. So why it not?
2: Can't lose. It's such a good score,
0: it is, yeah. And then, as an upset, of course, Minari, yes.
3: But Minari's score was like it was so beautiful, it tied so well with, yeah. Yeah. What I like about Minari's
0: score is that you hear it and you immediately know where it's from, yes. So, that category we're
1: all on the same page, finally, moving on. Next category we have is production design. And the nominees are The Father, Moraine's Black Bottom, Mank, News of the World, and Tenet. So once again, we are all on the same page. And our prediction for this category is Mank. Again, it's an old Hollywood film. It recreated old Hollywood so, last year, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won for recrea- recreating old Hollywood. So,
0: here we have another one <laughs> that did the same thing. So, if you're going to give it
3: something, just give
0: it production design. If anything. Yeah, but, this
3: is the, uh, yeah I was going to say, this is the only category that mank deserves the rights. Well, Absolutely.
1: Well, however, 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 let me, let me. After watching The Father... And being emotionally destroyed by that film, the production design was spectacular. I was in awe of the
0: production design of that film. So, that is my upset. The father. And for me, my upset is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Because, again, old Hollywood and Mm -hmm. just the way they explore, like, the street. I mean, you immediately think of the street and you're like, yes, Yes. I've been yeah. taken back in time.
2: Yeah, the yeah, rest that's... of us have Maraine as an upset. Yeah, we
0: are. Yeah, I have that as well. I have The Father and Mauraine's black bottom. Yes, yeah, because Gabriella has two upsets. Yes, I
3: forgot.
1: <laughs> I have two upsets. Is is I added the father last minute after watching that film. I was like, how is, is this is this the production design? It's emotionally I was emotionally distraught. If you're gonna watch our Mortal Kombat review, I was I had just finished watching The Father and I was crying. So keep that in mind when you watch our Mortal Kombat review. <laughs> Next category, we have is animated short film. And the nominees our Borrow, Genius Loci, If Anything Happens, I Love You, Opera, and Yes, People. Once again, we are all on the same page in this category. And we're all predicting If Anything Happens, I Love You. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. and as an upset we all have burrow
0: yes so i'm gonna give the explanation because i watched the shorts (laughs) so burrow is cute i mean it's a pixar short it's nice but it doesn't hold the emotional weight that if anything happens i love you does it is a film a about losing a child to a tragedy that we keep seeing on the daily which is school shootings and so trigger warning for that if you decide to watch it it is on netflix it is a very lovely short the way that they explore this topic through animation and i can't see it not winning it is the strongest competitor in this um category yes exactly i will say genius loci was actually really fun and it has that feeling that a lot of people have with Wolfwalkers, where I wasn't the biggest fan of wolf walkers but I can see the talent and the passion and the love in the animation style and that's along the lines of the same thing that I feel with genius loci because it was hard for me to get into and I had to watch it twice but the animation is very lovely and it just reminds you what animation is all about so, um, I don't see it winning, but you should definitely check it out. It's on I saw it on YouTube. So our next category is live action short film. And the
1: nominees are Feeling Through, The Letter Room, The Present, Two Distant Strangers, and White Eye. Josie, do you want to start us off with this one?
0: <laughs> so, I'm predicting Feeling Through It is such a lovely short film. I have not seen anything like it ever. It just really touches the heart. And it's so wholesome. And everything plays out the way you hope it does. But there are a few surprises along the way. And then my upset is The Letter Room with Oscar Isaac. And this was my original prediction until I saw Feeling Through. So... If anything happens, I do hope one of these two gets the award. And we do not recognize two distant strangers.
2: Okay. I'm with Josie and I'm predicting failing through to win. I've seen a lot of buzz for it. And I've seen a lot of good feedback from it. I think the letter room is an upset. I know it has Oscar Isaac. I've been meaning to check that out, so I'm intrigued. I feel like that's the upset. The other upset, because I saw it on Gold Derby, and it was like two distant strangers, is apparently an upset, and I- I've heard mixed reviews. I've seen them on Letterbox, so I put it as an upset because it's possible, but I want Feeling Through to win for Josie's agenda. Anna.
3: Yeah, so in this category, I predict Feeling Through. I heard a lot of good things about it. And I'm also with Juan at this point because I'm giving it for Josie's Agenda on this one. Famous, Yeah, yeah. I hope <laughs> it wins. I hope it wins because it's, it's like a very interesting story. Yes. So I
1: watched... Four out of five shorts and my prediction is actually the letter room i've actually been hearing a lot of buzz for it and according to gold derby it is currently the front runner so i'm i'm predicting the letter room and my upset would be feeling through even though i loved both shorts and feeling through like josie said it is so lovely and I fully agree with everything that Josie said about that short. And I highly recommend it to everyone. It's lovely. I just think that the story of the letter room. I liked the mystery of it. And the intrigue of it a little bit more. Because again, feeling Through is just something, you know. Something lovely to lift your spirits. And give you serotonin. Serotonin for 20 minutes. While the letter room is kind of like this whole ordeal. And the letter room is kind of like. Yeah, like what's going to happen next? I don't know. I love both shorts. I would love to see any of them win. But I pick the letter room. The upset would be feeling through. And because the gold derby is also putting this one really up high, even though I hated it, To Distance Strangers would be my upset as well. And if it wins, I'm going to be very upset and very mad. I don't want this to happen, but...
0: I will of. say out of this category... Feeling Through is the best short. <laughs> and as per The Letter Room, I didn't know how much I needed to see Oscar Isaac Friendo Amarillitos until now.
3: Oh,
1: that scene, that was a That was beautiful. That was art. Blessings to the people behind The Letter Room for giving us that scene. <laughs> the next category we have is Sound. And the nominees are Greyhound, Mank news of the world soul and the sound of metal once more we are all on the same page sound of metal we are here for the sound of metal agenda it's in the
0: name it's in exactly. the name it's in the name
3: <laughs> i swear if you don't give it okay if you don't give it to edit film editing at least give it to sound editing please give it sound
1: damn it like, if you don't give it sound, I'm sorry, but did you watch the movie? How
0: can you watch Sound of Metal and be like, the, the, the sound was horrible, <laughs> like,
1: excuse me?
0: meant that they Like, the way, oh my god, the sound editing is so good. And also the fact that they combined sound editing and sound mixing into one category. Mm-hmm. That's very funny. But either way, it should win both. If it were still two categories, it should win both. Because the way they combined everything exactly. and just recorded everything. And you... You you feel what he's going through, w- through the sound and through the lack of it. <laughs> it is beautiful.
3: I yes, Bree, like
0: yes
1: I thought. to the
3: audience <laughs> that's hearing us right now. If you haven't seen Sound of Metal, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> I'm in a master's, by me, so oh. <laughs> I can you only do wanna. so much.
3: Please watch this movie and you'll understand why we want The Sound of Metal to win this category.
2: My up, I do have one upset. Yes,
0: share your that, upsets, because I know you and Gabriela have upsets.
2: Yeah, the only upset I see is News of the World, just because I saw some people going, this could be an upset. But again, like Josie said, it's in the title. If you can't give it The Sound of Metal, then you're doing it wrong.
0: And it's been winning this category. How can you not give it to it? Yes, exactly. My
1: upset is actually Greyhound because, again, it is a war movie and the Academy loves awarding
2: war movies for sound. So and it's the Tom Hanks agenda for them.
1: <laughs> and it's Tom Hanks. I'm You know, Tom Hanks being a double nominee with Greyhound and News of the World. Yeah. I'm
0: all or nothing for Sound of Metal. Let's go, Academy. I want Sound of Metal. Okay, so the next
1: category we have is visual effects. And the nominees are Love and Monsters, Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, and Tenet. So, once more, the film posers are on the same agenda, and that is Tenet. Because come on. The airplane. The airplane. It's not Christopher Nolan's best film. But you have to admit that the visual effects were pretty cool, as every single Christopher Nolan film is. If there's one thing he nails, it's the visual effects. We are predicting tenet. And it has also been winning this category, so might as well. However, there are a few upsets. Josie, share your upset.
0: I put Midnight Sky because I think thank it's, you
1: for supporting my agenda. I think
0: it's here for a reason. So
1: my upset is actually love and monsters that film i really liked it and the monster designs were so well done that you know i would love to see it when it would be really cool to see it win and i put midnight sky as my want because since that movie got so many bad reviews which to this day i still don't understand why but it w- it looked really nice visually it, w- it looked really cool so i would love to see it win
2: so i put one, as one of my upsets love and monsters because i adored that movie that is my agenda i love loved it i rented it at the pvod price i was so excited it was so good i love that it got recognition and if it pulls off the upset i'm gonna be so happy and the other upset for me was midnight sky to support gabriella's agenda and Thank i'm you. still upset that that movie stole the title off the miley cyrus hit song
1: i had no idea that was a thing so
2: i know We're going to fix that.
1: I'm the only film poster that has seen Midnight Sky. So thank you for supporting this. So the next category we have is best original song, which if you saw our Oscar nominations reaction video, I think this was my most dramatic
0: reaction. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) The nominees are Fight For You from Judas and the Black Messiah, Hear My Voice from The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Who's a big from Eurovision? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my agenda. You'll see from the life ahead and speak now from One Night in Miami. one <laughs> why don't you start us off in this category? Okay,
2: so yo say la nota discordante because I would like in
0: true fashion,
2: normal, normal, obviously. Um, <laughs> I would like to see Husevic win the Oscar. I think that would be just a great moment. So I have it as my would like to see win. I have Speak Now from One Night in Miami as my upset because Leslie Odom Jr. would win an Oscar. And that's great considering the film was snubbed at the Oscar for Best Picture and Best Director. We hate to see it. I'm still mad. And I put for my prediction EOC from The Life Ahead. And here's why. I have a reason. So, Diane Warren has been nominated for Best Original Song at the Oscars. Like, this is her 12th time, I think, being nominated. She's never won the Oscar. And I have a feeling that they're going to give her the Oscar for consistency. And this has already won the Golden Globe for Best Original Song. No one saw it coming. And... I feel it could happen again. I'll be honest. I heard, I've heard i heard the songs in this category. I've heard the songs. And I love Husavik. I think Speak Now is fantastic. And I really like Fight For You. But I feel they're going to lean towards Diane Warren and give her the Oscar for like the achievement in all those years of making great songs.
3: So, personally, I didn't like um, Eurovision. As much as other people did, however,
0: say my name
3: <laughs> by Florence and the Machine,
2: by <laughs> Destiny's Child.
3: We gotta agree that Husaovic slaps. It is a really it good slap, okay? <laughs> it it flaps. does. Yes. So my prediction is Husaovic, but I hope that it also wins. However, the upset. Could be Speak Now. I thought it was a really great and beautiful song. And yeah, if Speak Now wins, I don't mind.
0: My production is Husavik from Eurovision and it's called Manifesting. And then my upset, well, my upsets in this order are first Speak Now from One Night in Miami and then Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah.
1: Thank you for manifesting. My prediction and my want. If you've been hearing uh, hearing the podcast, you should be you shouldn't be surprised that I am full on the Josevic train. That song slaps, and unlike Anna, I loved Eurovision. I thought it was a lot of fun. And Husavik, you know, obviously, such a great song. It made me nostalgic for Iceland, even though I've never been to Iceland. <laughs> and I sing that song as if I speak Icelandic. When I don't, I don't even know what the Icelandic parts of the song are saying. But I sing them as if I know. And I've had this song on repeat since I I watched the film. So I want and I predict Husavik is going to win. I'm being reckless, manifesting like Josie. And hey, it has worked in the past. So let's go, Husavik. And as for my upsets, like Juan said, EOC is my upset due to it winning the Golden Globe. So I put it as my upset. And my other upset is Speak Now from One Night in Miami because, you know, after snubbing it unjustly in other categories, the least you can do is at least give it one award. So, posers, anything else you want to say about the Josevic agenda?
2: We write it, down.
1: So, the next category we have is international feature film. And the nominees are Another Round, Better Days, Collective, The Man Who Sold His Skin, and Ku Aida. So, all of the film posters are support- supporting my agenda, which is the Another Round agenda. So, thank you, posers, for supporting me in this
3: honestly just because of that ending it deserves the oscar
1: (laughs) i mean just because of mads mickelson come on (laughs) and our upsets we have the same upset as well which is Aida, because it has been gaining a lot of momentum but i'm still pretty sure another round is gonna take it and finally a Berg film is going to be awarded because it's about freaking time I, I have a special request for Matt Mikkelsen to dance on the stage and, and recreate the ending. Please, we are begging. So, anything else you want to add?
2: What a life. Let's continue.
3: <laughs> we love life. to see it.
1: Moving on to the next category, which is costume design. And the nominees are Emma, Maraini's Black Bottom, Mank, Mulan, and Pinocchio. Once more, The Film Posers, are supporting Moraine's black bottom.
0: It's what it deserves. As
1: everyone should.
0: Yes. I will say. I would like to see Emma win this category. I wouldn't give it to it in makeup yes. and hairstyling. But oh boy. The outfits. And the costumes in this film are so lovely. And then as an upset mank. Because well. Again. I, I think the only places it can win. Are in these technical categories.
1: You know I have emma as my upset because i loved the costumes in that film
2: so i also have emma as my upset because the only costume i remember from mank were amanda seyfrieds who carried that whole movie and emma the costumes are iconic and again i don't know why pinocchio is there i've never seen this movie and birds of prey is not when it had more iconic costumes just saying I'm a little bitter. I really wanted to put
0: Emma. (laughs) But it's just been getting so much lack of love during this award season. If it wins, I'll I'll scream. I'll scream. This is a promise.
1: (laughs) But
2: we gave you rights. We gave you rights with Emma. We gave
0: you
1: rights. Thank Thank you. The next category we have is cinematography, which, not going to lie, this year is like a very weak year for cinematography. Or is it just me?
3: Oh, I agree. Excuse me.
2: It's a Um, predictable year.
3: it's, It's very predictable. It's very predictable and exact. And it's not even
1: that exciting. Like, I could be like, oh my God, these films, the cinematography of every
0: single film was spectacular. But this year, I'm just like, because nomadland like, has such work. good cinematography that it outshines everyone else how could you feel so <laughs> lackluster about this category I there's a lackluster. reason it is locked <laughs> have you seen the? C- james did not have to go that hard and he will win he has won in every single award show and he will win for nomadland
3: yeah, it's just that okay, I, I kinda agree with Gabriela because it's just this category doesn't have any competition like worthy for Nobel and it just Exactly. It like there's doesn't have sabor. Though.
2: Okay. To be fair though, we were spoiled with the lighthouse in cinematography, I think it was last year.
0: Exactly. So George we so James Richards did not have to go that hard with a moving van. We're not- <laughs>
1: It, we're not saying that the no cinematography was bad. Clearly, it wasn't. It is our prediction, and that's the one we want to see. When I'm just saying that in general, it's the only good cinematography in the entire category. When normally in other years we would see better cinematography. Because come on, you're gonna look at me straight in the eye and tell me that Trial of the Chicago Seven had good cinematography when it clearly didn't.
2: I'm not that good of an actor, Gabriela. I can't do that.
1: What I like to say, what I like to say, is that the camera was held. That's it. The camera was held in trial of the Chicago Seven, and it didn't do anything more.
2: So as you can tell, and as much as I love Judas and Messiah,
1: it had it, a- I'm saying this category is very lackluster this year. It is very disappointing because cinematography is usually one of my favorite categories. But we want to see Nomadland win because again, here at Film Posters, we support the Nomadland agenda.
0: Joshua James Richards,
1: we love your work. We're big fans. Next category we have is animated feature film. And the nominees are Ashlander's sheep movie, Farmageddon, Onward, Over the Moon, Soul, and Wolfwalkers. And once again, we are all on the same page here, in which we are predicting Soul to win, and we all have the same upset, which is
0: Wolfwalkers. Can I just say something? Yes. Every day, I log onto Twitter. And I see Wolf is this. Wolf Walker's that. But I never see any love for Onward. And I understand the film is not for everybody. But it was for me. End scene.
2: <laughs> and I do not see enough appreciation for my girl Change in Over the Moon after she did what she had to do in Ultra Luminary. I'm just saying, Rob, it's Queen. an honor
0: just to be a nominated
3: one.
2: <laughs> Same with Onward, even though I loved Onward.
3: Okay, but can we go back to Wolf Walkers? Because every day, <laughs> like, it's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. I log into Twitter. And I get to Twitter, and all they're talking about in animation is Wolfwalkers. The fans are really trying. These deserve some type of recognition. Yeah,
0: Cartoon Saloon really went all all out on marketing. But uh, okay, so getting to the gist of it. Solo's gonna win. I am so sorry. It is a clear front runner, and this category is locked. However, of course, Wolfwalkers, we put it as an upset. Because if it were to win, it would be as an upset. Because it is not the clear frontrunner. I don't know if the Academy has seen it. Because again, remember, the Academy doesn't watch all the films. They just watch what they think they should. And they vote for what they think will should win. I don't know.
2: You mean I don't want to te- get in their heads. Do you mean to tell me that they did not watch a Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just so, for Shaun the Sheep. <laughs> Shaun I'm going to be Sheep. honest.
0: <laughs> and maybe Film Twitter is not going to vibe with me, which is Okay. But I am one of those people that did prefer Soul over Wolfwalkers because for me, the only thing that Wolfwalkers has going for it is the animation. It's a lovely story, but for me, it's one that has been seen so many times. And I love the originality of Soul. So I have only seen, out of this category, I have only seen
1: Soul and Onward and Over the Moon. I have yet to see Wolfwalkers and a Shaun the Sheep film. Again, I, I don't think I'm the I'm the most qualified person to talk about this category, given that I'm not a I'm not like a big fan of animation. So to me, this category every year is kind of like I always choose the Disney film or the Pixar film, which I know. Sue me, like follow me, and you're literally the I academy. <laughs> I, I probably am wrong, but that's what I watch every year. Every year, I I complete my quote of the one animated Disney
3: film. So.
0: Yeah, just to close off this category before we move on, I would love to see Wolfwalkers win. Don't get me wrong, because it would be nice to see a an independent small animation studio be able to win such a, an important award. Yeah, and it would be nice. yeah, Wolfwalkers does reach new heights with its animation because it does take from 2D animation and what we've seen before, but there's such magic and wonder to it so i do understand the the appeal yeah. But again eh, soul is pretty locked
1: now we're getting into the good stuff
0: <laughs>
1: best original screenplay the nominees are emerald Fennell for promising young woman jack Venture for mank aaron sorkin for the trial of the chicago seven shaka king will burson kenneth and keith lucas for Judas and the Black Messiah, and Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. This category, pretty much in the Golden Globes, we kind of predicted the trial of the Chicago Seven was going to be because it was written by A. Aaron Sorkin. Gabriela, <laughs> sorry, <again.
0: Cambrilla>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry. because it was written by Aaron Sorkin, and as everyone knows, he is kind of like the darling and the one who writes and get and wins. So. We've kind of been pretty sure that he that it's been locked, however, promising young woman has been gaining momentum, so this is why we are predicting Aaron Sorkin to win. But we are expecting the emerald finale upset for promising young woman.
0: And Vienna Emerald, Vienna.
2: We... hold up, pause the picture <laughs> because. I put as my prediction Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman and A.A. Ron Sorkin to be the upset. <laughs> I did not put A.A. Ron to be the prediction. He messed up by going to competition with Emerald Fennel. So Emerald Fennel's screenplay has been getting a lot of traction recently. It's been winning more awards. Some which Aaron Sorkin has been competing for in the same competition. So I feel that it's justice for promising a woman to win this award because Erin Sorkin's already won and it's time to highlight a new talented writer and her name is Emerald Fennel. And you know what? I'm going to go with this bold take and Emerald Fennel is my prediction. And when she wins, I will cheer.
0: She could definitely win. She should.
3: She has a lot of probability. Yeah, I mean, she could win, but... Because a a run,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I started something
3: by the academy. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. Like that this category is pretty much set. Anna, yeah. have you heard
2: of what the one the band One Republic? <laughs> <laughs> because what
3: they have, because- are you going? One
2: <laughs> because they have a song called "Love Runs Out," and that's how <laughs> I feel it should go. Oh, oh my
3: god. <laughs>
0: So the thing with this category is that Aaron Sorkin is just really loved for his dialogue, and I receive Deadline articles in my email every day. I'm subscribed to Deadline, and you have no idea how many times I've received emails about Aaron Sorkin being nominated for this category.
1: Oh, Aaron. It's not like he's a bad writer. It's just like, come on, man.
0: We just want Emerald Fennell to win,
1: and more so when a woman hasn't won in the screenplay category in more than ten years. So I think it's time a aaron moved over,
0: and she and it's not because we're just like ooh, let's cheer for the woman. It's because the track record is the receipt. She has okay. been winning during award season for this category, mm-hmm. and she beat a aaron <laughs> in another award show. So.
2: And her script is better. It's her script. It's not without
0: reason that we're supporting this. Exactly. So
1: we hope that we are right about the upset.
0: Now we'd like to take a moment to talk to you about our sponsor, Anchor. The easiest way to make a podcast. Best
1: adapted screenplay, and the nominees are Borat's subsequent movie film, delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit one's glorious nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> oh, God, that title.
2: You could have just said Borat too.
1: No, I wanted, to, I wanted to say the whole thing like they did when they announced the nominations. The Father, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, and The White Tiger. So, this category...
0: It's kind of like between Nomadland and The Father, and that is exactly what we are predicting. Yes, this is another case where we are on the same page. Thank you for supporting The Father Agenda, because after watching that film today, Jesus Christ. It's also just been, it has won this category before, and it's been getting a lot of love in terms of screenplay. A lot of people have been saying that if it's going to win something, at least give it screenplay, because it probably won't win Best Picture, but we'll talk about that later. And um so yeah predicting nomadland upset the father and i would like to see one night in miami when just to give yes. Gabriela
1: rights thank you for giving me rights that is my want as well next ca- the next category we have is directing
0: oh boy <laughs> you don't have to
1: go
0: okay let's go okay the nominees are
1: emerald fennel for promising young woman David Fincher for Mank, Thomas Vintenberg for another round, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Now, I wonder who the film poses are rooting for. I wonder.
3: All or
0: nothing. The one, the only, Chloe Zhao. All or nothing. All or nothing. No upsets, no wants, just a P in the spreadsheet for prediction. That's where we're going. We're betting it all. Yeah, esto está seteado, okay?
3: <laughs> There's no upset or anything.
0: <laughs> but I swear,
1: because, you know, I'm already pissed that my queen Regina King isn't here. I'm Thank already you. pissed enough. I'm, o- you know, I'm pissed. So, I swear, if I see a man win this category,
2: <laughs>
0: I will flip a table.
2: As you should. Because...
0: Sure. Please Academy. Much- Wait, let Chloe Zhao win so we can because- finally get The Eternals trailer.
1: As much as I love Thomas Winterberg, no. Don't you dare give him an Oscar now. Don't you dare. You should have given it to him for the for The Hunt. So don't lo- don't come at me right now to give him an Oscar because in other years I would root for him, but not this year. This year, I'm all in on Chloe Zhao. I'm all in on running her campaign because you already took Regina away from me. So we are all in on Chloe Zhao.
2: I put Chloe Zhao as my prediction because the Academy Award winning director of The Eternals deserves her moment in the sun. But if by some crazy reason they don't go through with Josie's agenda, then the upset I have that I will accept is Emerald Fennel. Because I don't see anyone else in the category. I don't see anyone else nominated.
1: If you're going to have an upset, it better. If you're not going to have it, if you're not going to give it to Khloe at least give it to the other woman nominated. Because, hey, this is the first time in the 90 years of Oscars that two women are nominated in the Best Director category. Exactly. The fuck? So, I swear, if you give it to a man, Academy, we are done next category actor in a supporting role or are they all supporting for real i don't know we are still asking the questions the nominees are sasha Baron cohen for trial of the chicago seven daniel kaluuya for judas and the black messiah paul racy for sound of metal lakeith stanfield for judas and the black messiah and leslie odom jr for one night in miami so i i think you know they, these actors are not all supporting because, you know, Lakeith is the lead in Judas and the Black Messiah. So why is he here? We don't know. Who is the real protagonist of Judas and the Black Messiah? We don't know. Let us know in the comments below. Who is it?
0: This one is locked.
1: Come on. I swear. If you don't give up yeah. Daniel Kaluuya, I will break a window or something. <sighs> I have been on the Daniel Kaluuya train since I saw Judas and the Black Messiah at Sundance. So... That's my prediction. That's who I want. That is everything I want and need. And if it's not Daniel Kaluuya, pr- brace yourself, Academy. Do you know who I
0: want to see when? Who? Paul Racy.
1: I mean, he would be great. That is my upset. Be you're going to have an that... upset. Give it <laughs> I know. Racey. I know,
0: I'm a heathen. I predicted Daniel Kaluuya, but my heart says Paul Racy. He was
3: so great. Okay, but however, okay, I predicted Daniel Kaluuya. However, My upset is Sacha Baron Cohen. Come on. He actually, he did a pretty good job. He he was in the film.
1: Yeah, like, I'm not going to fight with you on that because he was good. I just wish you could all hear the frantic voice message I sent to the chat when Daniel won the Golden Globe because I just decided to go full on with Daniel on the Golden Globe's prediction episode. Do you guys remember? I said, I predicted Daniel while everyone else said Sacha Baron Cohen and then he actually won and I sent the most frantic voice message to the chat. So, yes, I'm I'm on the Daniel Kaluuya train, and he is who I want. I don't want anyone else, no matter how talented they are, because everyone in this category was amazing. But I want Daniel.
2: I That's predicted Daniel Kaluuya, because after seeing Judas and the Black Messiah, how can he not root for Daniel Kaluuya? The only upsets I have are I agree with Anna Sasha Baron Cohen because he was the best part of Trial of to Chicago Seven in my opinion, and Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami because if he doesn't win Best Original Song, I want him to walk home with something. But also Daniel Kaluuya, it's a mess. I, I can't. Th- can we have a three? To a two-way tie? We give it to Daniel Kaluuya and Leslie Odom Jr. Can Can't we just have that?
0: But LaKeith should be in lead actor. Damn it!
2: LaKeith was robbed.
0: He should and then they could both like hold their awards yeah. for Judas and the Black Messiah and take pictures together.
2: And exactly. And now we don't know who's the lead of Judas and the Black Messiah.
1: It was the audience all along. Allegedly. I have no idea. What the heck was that? Who who watches Judas and the Black Messiah and says no, no. Lakeith Stanfield was not the lead? What the? Come on.
3: The Academy. The
1: <laughs> yeah. Academy. I mean, the academy never watches the the movies completely, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Next category is actress in a supporting role, and the nominees are Glenn Close for *Hillbilly Elegy*, Olivia Colman *The Father*, John Ju Jung for *Minari*, Amanda Seyfried for *Mank*, and Maria Bakalova for *Borat* subsequent movie film. Now, come on, John Ju Jung or nothing.
3: I just want to say that this much, this category is pretty much set, and I love it.
1: I mean, this category was one of the ones that gave us a headache from the beginning, and now look at where we end. Because if you remember, she was not nominated for the Golden Globes, and we were all, you know, flabbergasted that apparently they were going to forget about John Cho Jung, and then look at her go at her winning the SAG and the BAFTA. Look at her go so here we are predicting that she is going to get that Oscar and that is what she's we she's going want. to win she's
3: thriving and we love that agenda
0: yes she's going to win all or nothing she's my only prediction no upsets no wants only her I have been saying it since we watched Minari she carried that film along with Alan Kim they were the best part of that film they were the part I enjoyed the most her performance was the best she gave it her all it was so convincing it was so emotional and that ending she contributed. To how heartbreaking it was. She is going to win. Mark my words. Yes.
1: It's time for know. another
2: anime betrayal.
0: I put
1: Maria Bacalova as my upset. I'm still scared about this category. I'm still I'm, I'm i scared. Still don't fully trust.
2: I, am I still scared. don't fully trust the academy. I don't.
0: And I come upset, but then I was like, no, I'm I'm not even gonna put that in, out into the universe. Well, that I, I I'm I
1: still don't fully trust the academy. So I, I have Twitter trust is-
2: issues with the academy. Mm-hmm. So I have Maria Bakalova as my upset because I see she's been gaining some momentum, but I would like to see Yo Yoon Jung from Minari win. She's my prediction, but I also want to see Amanda Seyfried take something. I just feel she deserves an Oscar. Is this the best movie? No, for a better role. Yeah, but you know what? I don't know how many chances the academy is going to give her i don't trust the academy look how they did my girl j-lo dirty do you think i trust them and if mank has to win anything i won't be upset if it's this because at least it deserves this for amanda seyfried because she elevated that film her poor back she had to get back surgery because you know she had to carry that whole damn thing so i would like to see amanda win
1: it's kind of funny how every time someone talks about Mank and how incredible the performances were, I'm just here like a blank slate because I literally don't remember anything about that film.
2: I can't tell you what happened, but I can tell you Amanda Seyfried looks stunning. And she served. <laughs> That's what I can tell you.
1: <laughs> like, if anything, I just remember Lily Collins and that the guy that played Athos in The Musketeers was Orson Welles. That's it. Okay, moving on. Actor in a leading Role. I, this is one of the few categories that's locked. The nominees are Riz Ahmed, The saddle of metal, Chadwick Boseman for Maraini's Black Bottom. Anthony Hopkins, The Father. Gary Oldman, Mink. And Steven Yun for Minari. Again, this category is locked. And we are all predicting that Chadwick
0: Boseman is going to win the Oscar. And because people want to test us, well, Anthony Hopkins is the upset. And, An upset.
1: I mean, listen, after watching The Father, I can see why. Yeah. Yeah,
3: but can then I say, but yeah. Chadwick. I was going to say, alguien ahí se colo.
2: Bien brutal. Y su nombre Gary Oldman.
3: Exacto. Yes. What is that man doing there? <laughs> he was like, in bed we, for most of we, it.
1: Can we just appreciate how Steven Yeun has been doing so well after leaving The Walking Dead? Yes. I love that. I'm...
2: Honestly, question. He is
1: thriving.
3: Like, I'm so happy for him. Yes, he had Bernie and now he had this. Like, I love that for him.
1: Yeah, He's the first Asian man to be nominated for an Oscar, okay? We love to see it. We're so proud of you, Steven. Even though, sadly, you're not going to win. We, oh, we're oh, we just so happy for you, Steven. And we love and appreciate you so much.
2: Even if he doesn't win this time, he's going to be there again. And he's going to He has Oscar. a
1: bright future.
2: He has an extremely bright future.
1: Steven, you didn't... I, I'm not saying this, but I'm so glad you left The Walking Dead when you did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and if we're getting emotional, I actually want to see Riz Ahmed win I know, oh, I'm oh, a hidden, yeah. But no, also, I, he's the first Muslim actor to be nominated. Exactly, like,
1: full of firsts. And again, they're all so talented. And we could just, like, split the Oscar between Reese, Chadwick, and Steven.
2: Is it too that late to nice. write out Gary Oldman from the ballots and switch him with Lakeith just to have a great Please. category?
1: Please. Okay, so, moving on. The category that is the bane of everyone's existence actress in a leading role the nominees are viola davis for marae's black bottom andra day for billy holiday Frances mcdormand for nomadland vanessa kirby for pieces of a woman and carrie mulligan for promising young woman how are we feeling about this category posers
2: this is giving me a migraine this category this stress is giving me a migraine
0: it is stressful with the capital.
3: Literally, S. In my
0: prediction is just per car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were saying how it's like kind of like throwing a dart in the in the dark. Yes, yes.
0: it's definitely throwing a dart and dart in the dark and waiting to see where it lands. So, Josie, tell us wh- how, what are your thoughts on this category? So, I predicted Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Because, again, for me, there is no clear frontrunner in this category. I'm going to go with Viola just because she did a really good job in that film. Though I do not think her performance was the strongest part of that film. I, I give that recognition to Chadwick. But, again, I'm predicting her. Now we go into upsets. In order. Carrie Mulligan is my definite upset because the thing is that I feel I would predict her but I don't feel like the Academy will want to give her the award even though she deserves it for her performance and then Frances McDormand we had predicted her a while back like we had discussed it but I remember Gabriela saying that she already won so they wouldn't give it to her but considering again there is no clear front runner Andrew Day I feel like it was a one-off Even though her performance is spellbinding. And then Vanessa Kirby. I just think there is no momentum for her. She is... I I, I do not think of her when it comes to my predictions. So... I don't know. I would love to see Carrie. I'm just afraid the Academy won't be brave enough.
3: Yeah. So I feel that in this category, Viola Davis is the one that's going to win. Because the Academy certainly loves a transformative role and that's what she gave us gave us in the movie however it will come up as a surprise if carrie mulligan actually wins this one and yeah i agree with josie on this one when it comes to vanessa kirby because i generally just don't see her in this like I don't know why is she in this category. Yeah, a
0: lot of people I've been seeing on Twitter, a lot of people saying that she should win and she deserves it and I have not seen the film. But again, I'm like where is this coming from?
3: Yeah, and he like it's the only thing that this film is going to have to be honest. So that's why people are kind of pushing it. So they're like, okay, if this movie is going to win something and this win for best actress, but I just don't see it.
2: I am going with my prediction because I love this movie. I want to see her win. This is her best performance. I am predicting Carrie Mulligan for Promising a Woman to win the Oscar. I just would love to see it. It's her best role. I thought she did amazing. She is so fucking good in this movie. Like I just want her to win. I want her to win. She deserves it. My upset in order is Viola Davis, who, again, I just saw my rainies. She is amazing. Viola Davis is someone who always understands the assignment. She is that good. She is so, so good. Her and Chadwick stole the show. I loved her performance. I thought she really knocked it out of the park. My other upset, I originally said Andre Day because Ho- Oscars love to reward an ingenue. But I feel the performance has lost momentum ever since the Golden Globe. And I, if it would have kept the momentum, I could have seen it been like Renee Zellweger with Judy, where she won last year. But the other upset I have is Francis McDormand for Nomadland off the recent one of the BAFTAs. Um, I agree with Gabriela, she already won. For three billboards outside of Missouri, I like the performance there better than Nomadland. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but it's true. And yeah, I really I want either Carrie or Viola to win. I want to split the Oscar between both of them. Let them both win. Let them both win. They both deserve it.
1: I ended up going with Viola Davis as my prediction. Again, it was a very transformative performance, and the Academy loves to recognize that. And she was one of the best parts of the film my upsets are andra day and carrie mulligan like i don't think that andra day won that golden globe for nothing because if it was just going to be a one-time thing then she still she still made it to the oscar so i don't know but you know and carrie mulligan come on she was my prediction at the golden globes and i still love her performance and I would love to see her win. So those are my two upsets. I don't think Frances McDormand is going to win. The, that is what I think. Even though I don't know what's going to happen in this category. Like anything could happen. Maybe we're all wrong
0: and Vanessa Kirby wins. As Ellie Golding once said, anything could happen. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and now we are down to the final category. Oh God. The big prize. The big prize of the night. Best Picture. The nominees are The Father, Mank, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari and The Sound of Metal. After a very tough deliberation period, the posters have settled on one prediction. The predictions are in. And that prediction is drum roll, please nomadland nomadland has been winning big in the previous awards and the whispers have appeared to talk shit about it so naturally (laughs) it is the front runner and it is the one with the most momentum to win and it would if nomadland were to win and chloe Zhao were to win best director it would be the second time in oscar history where a woman wins both Best director and best picture. The first one being Catherine Bigelow. It would be nice to see it.
2: Her story in the making.
1: We would love to see it. However, the trial of the Chicago 7 still
0: exists. And it is still in the running. And that is my upset. Yeah, I predicted Land. And there was a moment where I was thinking, huh. This category, it could go either way. Maybe not. But then the Whisperers came in and it was like, Haha, you have proved me right. Thank you for trying to tear it down. I just love how they just try to do that. And it's like, hmm, you really thought you did something, huh? The Whispers try every year. Every year. And it's funny because you just confirmed that it has momentum. Exactly. Any publicity is good publicity in Hollywood. I agree. I agree. So...
1: I don't know. If you, if it were up to me, I would give it to Judas and the Black Messiah. You have been hearing hearing me yes. speak about that film. That film is absolutely incredible. And that is my want. Like part of me still hopes that they say Judas and the Black Messiah and if that were to happen, I'm going to cry.
0: Did you know that okay, I did have Judas and the Black Messiah as a prediction at one point. It tied with Line cuz I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, I I ended and up putting think, on, like, Yeah. And then I changed it to an upset, and then I left it as a want because even though I would love to see it win, the Academy is just really testing my patience with this film. Yeah, it's, it's oh, it's, oh, yeah.
1: I think Land is kind of like the safest bet right now, but I would watch out for for uh, for Trial of the Chicago 7. I, I still think that it could be the film that gets Netflix its best picture winner.
3: Yeah, like, okay, my prediction was Nomadland because that's a clean sweep in our season. However, yes, I do agree with Trial of Chicago 2nd because it is also nominated for uh, Best Screenplay. And if it wins Best Screenplay, it could also potentially win Best Picture.
1: Hey, 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 Nomadland is nominated for Screenplay as well. So anything could happen.
2: But you honestly. know what else is nominated for Best Screenplay? Promising Young Woman. Which is yeah, I uh, what I would like to see win as well, because like Gabriela has mentioned, if you win the screenplay, you have a great chance of winning Best Picture. Yes, I'm using your logic. You have to win director and screenplay to win Best Picture. Well, A. a. Ron Sorkin is not nominated for director, but Emerald Fennell is. So thank you for confirming my theory. Love that for me. Let's keep going
1: i can't believe we changed aaron sorkin's name i was just joking
2: <laughs> i wasn't and as i continue <laughs> trial chicago said and yes it's an upset promising Woman, i would like to see it happen um i also want to see judas and the black messiah happen i'm with Gabriela. if i hear that name i will be so happy that film deserves it i feel it's not getting enough attention a lot of people should be seeing this and you should be ashamed for not supporting this film. I loved it. I thought it was great.
1: Yes. It and, was my favorite film at Sundance. Come on, people.
2: And yes, I predicted Nomad Land as the best picture winner, like Anna says. It it just it feels like it's gonna be a sweep for Best Picture. Mm-hmm.
0: Prediction Nomad Land upset the child the Chicago Seven and then would love to see when Judas and the Black Messiah and Sand of Metal sound of metal because it didn't have to go that hard and it's not it's honestly not one of the strongest films in this category but the ending is so nice
1: yeah I'm on the same page as Josie my prediction is no man land my upset is Chicago 7 and my want is Judas and the Black Messiah okay so I think we're pretty set on this category the final category of the night the big category and that is it That is what we think is going to happen at the 2021 Oscars and what we want to see happen. This has been a tough year, very stressful award season, a very long award season. We just want this to be over, frankly. (laughs) Anything else you want to add?
0: All I know is that I'm going to be waking up this Sunday, like Anna and Frozen, when she's like, It's coronation day. I'm gonna be like, it's Oscar Day. Yeah, every
1: every Sunday, every Oscar Sunday, it's my day. It's my Super Bowl. I'ma dress up.
0: I dress up. So no, this cool. is the first time I'm this excited. Just because Chloe Zhao. You... Not not only that, also because we'll like we're definitely getting the Eternals trailer, like you know. Oh my God. <laughs> No, but speaking honestly, um, it's because this award season has been so stressful and I don't know, being able to see what who wins, who loses, it's just gonna be a little bit more it's gonna mean a lot more because also we have been with these films from the beginning. We were able to see these films either premiere it festivals or we were able to watch them at festivals before the general public and it's not to be boastful or anything it's just that it feels a little bit more personal this year at least for me i don't know i'm gonna be proud of everybody whether they win or lose it just feels different this time
1: can you believe we watched minari
0: at the scat savannah film festival like not trying to flex but i literally saw every single film on this list was either a screener or we saw it at a festival. And not to get emotional in Maine, but it just speaks a lot to how far we've come a year and a half.
1: (laughs) Honestly, when the nominations were announced, I was just surprised that the only film I had yet to watch was The Father. Same here. That was kind of like the first time that that happened because every year I'm missing like half of them or more. This was the first year where it was only one.
0: And again, we could have seen it at the Scouts and film festival, yeah. but we didn't. So either way, again, it just speaks to a lot of our progress as the film posers. And not to get mushy, but just had to throw it out there because our little podcast is growing. And just look at us.
1: And we're very grateful for the support we've had this past year and a half. Yeah, thank you for yeah. being with us and supporting us in our ramblings about film.
3: <laughs> and yeah. supporting
1: our agendas.
2: <laughs> Who would have thought? A podcast that started in a gazebo with jolly ranchers, and maybe under not the, the best rain. under the rain, <laughs> with a chaotic nobody, introduction, ended up nobody, where we are.
0: nobody listened to that episode. It, it's still up. I'm not gonna take it down because honestly, it's part of the culture. <laughs> but mm-hmm. if you want to hear some very bad sound editing, <laughs> listen <laughs> to our chaotic introduction.
2: Hey, hey, hey! The fact we...
3: that is that it is our most heard episode.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I think it's just people trying to understand what we were saying.
3: Thank you for listening
1: to our predictions. So tell us, are you excited for the 2021 Oscars? Do you agree with our predictions? Or you don't don't agree? What are your
0: predictions? Let us know. And that's all for today's episode. We'd like to thank you for listening and to give a shout out to all the kind people sending love our way. If you'd like to keep up with us, make sure to follow us at Film Posers on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. Where can they find you posers so you can find me on
1: twitter at gabby 27 where i'll be screaming about shadow and bone stay tuned for our review if you're if it's not already up and you can find me on Letterbox at gabby Christina.
3: you can find me at instagram and on twitter as anasofia underscore Sophia 53 and on letterboxd as ana_sofia underscore Sophia.
2: You can find me on Twitter and on Letterboxd at Leading Mohicans.
3: And you can find me at
0: The Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd. Again, thank you for listening. And remember, we're all film posers. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.